Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll. 16. All right. We can work with a 16. good about that Easily. i love a 16 do we have any modifiers what can we, we get it up to a dirty 20 uh well what i mean you know i feel like we can't talk about modifiers unless we know what we're rolling for when we roll mm, for the podcast that's true we've never really discussed that hmm, yeah what would be a modifier if you're rolling for podcast <laughs> Hmm. what um well have you leveled up your mic lately i have not i did yeah i did take it apart and squeeze some bits and put it back together so does that two to it now i think that's a plus two (laughs) so there you go okay so we'll we'll call it an 18 that's love that's real good i'm I'm in i'm down i'm very optimistic now about this episode i wasn't (laughs) sure when we were on the fence before yeah I, it really determines the content, the role. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. <laughs> it absolutely does. And now we can take all this renewed energy up to the tippy top of the school, a place we've never been before, to apparently <laughs> the jankety-ass principal's office. <laughs> Which totally confirms that Grace still acting as headmaster. We apparently. Right. Exactly what I thought, too. I was like, okay. <laughs> so he's definitely still just living in Hieronymus's clothes <laughs> in his office, touching all of his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's also like cor- the office is corrupted, I guess yeah. like it's basically a hell dimension, and that was before mm-hmm. he started trashing the place. Like it was already <laughs> right. like that. What do you think the janitor thought? Like <laughs> they were Maybe. coming in there, and they I were think... like swirling noxious gases and stuff <laughs> when they're just trying to dust. I feel like he just has like a "Do not enter. This means you." Mm. Mm. Mark on there, and, and the students drawing. that were like looking for help were very confused. Uh, uh, okay, oh, yeah. like I used to be able to go in there. Maybe he has a like presentable office. He's like, just meet me in the secretary's <laughs> office when you need to talk about stuff. Mm. Mm. Maybe some kind of magic that that makes people think that it's normal oh. when it's not. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. like be. a display screen. Yeah, just an mm-hmm. overlay. That could be mm-hmm. it. You know what I love is that he even bothered to set the door back in place at all. Like. <laughs> It's barely on, but you know, Gray was like, oh, shoot, this is just getting worse. I, fine. Just gingerly placed it where it needs to be. It's the principle He's... of the door that you need to maintain. Ah. So he does need his privacy, though. That's true. It's true. But here it comes, getting blown down. Fitzroy gives a light knock and the whole door just <laughs> falls into the room. This whole scene is so oh great gosh. that how how Griffin slash Fitzroy is just like, what did I do? Like, oh. why are you so angry? I don't get this. Where is this coming from? Great is completely hulked out. He is in full demon mode, mm-hmm. girl. I was trying to get a good visual of mm-hmm. it. But, like, I feel like my brain couldn't wrap around it. Of the the visual of Gray himself? Absolutely, yes. I can draw him for you. Cause Thank I, you so much. You got it. Because, of course, I sketched him before. And I'm like, okay, but now I'm thinking, lose the shirt. He's suddenly mm, like always. three feet taller, Please obviously. Mm. He's mm-hmm. walking around in just some pants. Um, mm-hmm. He's very mad. Mm-hmm. I was definitely just picturing Tim Curry in Legends. I think oh, without okay. without even like consciously thinking about it, I think that was what happened. Mm-hmm. Love that. Always here to add some Tim Curry. Can Tim Curry just please play like eight people in the show? I would be here for that. <laughs> and the whole cast of Tim Curry. Thank you, <laughs> Tim Curry. You're nine people. Thank you. <laughs> 
But yeah, Gray is immediately like amped mm-hmm. up. Oh, he is so mad at these boys. Oh, he is ready to murder everybody. And right, we learned very quickly that oh, when Order closed up the Hellscar, Godscar chasm. <laughs> <laughs> it closed that door. Gray can't mm-hmm. go home anymore. Mm-hmm. And all of his yeah. best stuff was there. His uh, switch was over there. Right. Like <laughs> he it's... just got the PS5 and he was like super excited to play it. And Oh, he was so it. jazzed yeah. to just have yeah. a, an evening for Gray. And now the he's Fox stuck is just here. sitting on his porch and you know it's not <laughs> no. going to still be there when he gets mm. back. I oh, mean... he lives in hell. Of course somebody's going to take it. <laughs> I do just now have a visual of, like, somebody's plain neighborhood porch with a box sitting on it, but there's just, like, a hellscape behind it. I'm like, that's his front porch. Somebody's going to take that box. It is just some, like, kid on a skateboard. So, like, hey, free box. Oh, dang. Oh, <laughs> so, I guess he's justified in throwing chairs at people. I mean, oh, yeah. normally I would not condone that, but he sure. does He does think that they've kept him from his PS5. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, you know. And I will say, this is pretty much the way I respond when, like, my flights are canceled. Right. Just throw just... some furniture around, <laughs> mm-hmm. attack the person nearest who you think mm-hmm. it's their fault. Yep. I yeah. heard them say the word plane once. Now, went you did this why would you do this you are playing dirty we agreed sort of fingers crossed you now are breaking the rules that is what's so funny like this guy (laughs) great you asshole oh this guy well and then girls we can never get too far from this this whole scene i just wrote in my notes i just wrote he picks you up off the ground you feel his hot breath he pulls uh-huh. your clothes travis Listen, like we said enemies to friends to lovers it is travis all happening in this moment very quickly likes <laughs> i definitely wrote down in my notes that some subset of the fandom was like this is hot <laughs> while this was happening and i guess Girl. i should have known that it was you <laughs> the entire <It> was- time <laughs> The, the the greatest point of, that was radiating that energy, yes, was right here. Mm. Be going, mm. <laughs> you gotta let some ships sail, you know? Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's important. It's it important is. to people. Absolutely. Say, with Travis's word choice, I think he has a secret AO3 account. Oh. <laughs> He's good at, like, kind of getting the right words in there at the right time. We're like, mm, mm-hmm, though. <laughs> I'm on to you. Oh, B is a seasoned author she knows she knows the fanfic (laughs) author when she hears one (laughs) but you know getting this close to his enemy wink does let gracie wait a minute you don't have chaos's powers either what (laughs) what's Mm -hmm. happening yeah i mean it was it was a good move that decides to give him the the truth ring so that he can sort of as an excuse to hold his hand right (laughs) (laughs) i put that it gives him the best friend ring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blins. just let me just let me put this um, truth ring on your finger um, <laughs> for I no reason. <laughs> Argo's like, wait, that's not your truth ring. He's like, shut <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm condoning dating demons now, which is not really a great idea, but it's okay yeah. because this is a fantasy universe and you should live your fantasy dreams. Also, it's 2020. <laughs> Welcome to Romancing the Zone. It is what we're all about. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we're just now condoning it? Oh. <laughs> Was this not a great... So I've got a... Well, he's not a demon. I was going to... All my Bigfoot posters. Well, now there's a ring on it. So, you know, mm. it's serious. But you know what I also really, really loved about this moment was this whole scene of, yes, him giving him the truth ring and being like, okay, this is going to let you know. I'm not going to lie to you. But I love that it was Grey asking Fearbulg. 
<laughs> is he lying? And Fearbold's saying no. So he's like, okay, I'll put the ring on. Right. I loved that. I thought that was a really great little addition. But like Gray knows. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, this guy's not going to lie to me. I'll ask him. Also, P.S., what a great way to bind someone. Like, just like, yeah, put this ring on. It's a truth telling ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> truth telling contest. Two, two towns over. <laughs> And in this truth-telling contest, the boys kind of tell him everything. Always. Always these boys putting all their cards out. I mean, I this is the one time where I'm like, yeah, if you if you need this I mean, guy they do as your have to, yeah. new teammate, yeah. he's got to know what's up. It is just kind of funny. Here's a list of my fears. <laughs> like, here, while we're at it, take all of our school photos. The list of fears are on the back. Mm. Our schedules. <laughs> Also take this necklace. Just um, don't worry about why it, what it says on it. No, I know it kind of <laughs> looks like a heart. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but in all this stuff they do tell him, of course, the things Gray's going to care about are, one, you're going to lose, bud. And two, mm-hmm. I guess that means that we're going to rule hell. And they don't know what they would do with it. <laughs> but uh, Fearbulk's already got some ideas. And I do appreciate that. Yeah, I have to be honest. I, I think our poll may have to be, what would you do with hell? <gasps> oh, I Ooh, love it's that. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's a great question. It's a big question. Mm-hmm. There's so possibilities so many possibilities <laughs> for sure get a mcdonald's in there though oh yeah definitely. <laughs> at least you got to start franchising <laughs> fearbulg's got my back on that i'm pretty sure he absolutely would he thinks this is a sound investment mm-hmm. well and that's the thing to keep in mind too i really like how travis played this whole scene is that gray is still gray he's not gonna mm-hmm. turn on a dime i do think i i feel like we're gonna get a little bit more affection out of this guy as we go maybe maybe not but i would love to see it however i like that in this moment he's still thinking the way he he would which is like okay you're telling me i'm gonna lose if we have this war i could just murder you here mm-hmm. and be done with it which of course no 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 if you do that you you just said you can't go home so like if mm-hmm. you if you kill us now that's a for sure no go yeah i mean it is a problem like either either for negotiating with gray or dating him mm-hmm. uh, that that i mean his agenda really has not changed and i i think they didn't right. they didn't necessarily want to admit that they knew what his agenda was sure. that it wasn't it was never really about you know anything other than killing people and it's right. kind of never going to be about anything other than killing people unless he has some really significant character development in the course of this arc right um, you, never you know, know i mean he's he's a bad guy like Right. This, is, this is what he wants. He wants to hurt people. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the Fearbulg, like, acknowledging that and uh, mm-hmm. what was the line? Enjoy your private war on furniture. Mm. Like, that that was so cutting of, like, you yeah. know, I, I completely understand where you're coming from and where you're coming from is you're just angry and you want to destroy things and there's right. nothing we can do with that. But it's also, like, it's inherently super impotent, too, because, yeah. you know, no matter what you're doing, it's, it's always going to be impotent because it is it is a war only for you and it's right. a war against like things that you were going to beat anyway <laughs> like what a right. pointless dude right right it amounts to nothing ultimately like yeah mm-hmm. you can continue sitting here thrashing this office it doesn't affect anything the same goes for if you're just going to wipe out realm after realm after realm mm-hmm. It's ultimately meaningless. Like mm-hmm. his his victories are just as meaningless as his losses. Ooh. Exactly that. But they still need him. <laughs> they do still need him. And, you know, for as well as Travis playing Gray, all of the boys are on it. We're loving the way Griffin is giving us fits. And even Clint as Argo just having those little like he wants to question. He's gonna step to this guy and be like, wait, mm-hmm. no, what is the point? And then we have Justin kill it with Fearbulg and know how to play. Like, how do you deal with a petulant child who's throwing a fit? 
you you play the whole okay fine go ahead mm-hmm. I have a tantrum I'm mm-hmm. walking away mm-hmm. I've, I've done that so many times <laughs> <laughs> I mean you have to and it does exactly what you, they need it to do and Gray calms down for a hot second is like okay well I didn't say no <laughs> mm-hmm. don't go <laughs> I mean so now that he's willing to negotiate they have to set terms and right. I mean I, I feel like the terms I knew that they were going to have to make some accommodations to him, right? Because they were not going to be able to convince him. Because they really went in this scene from he was just going to kill them offhand uh, to to getting him to work with them. Yeah. But, you know, so he the, the trip back to hell is going to be one way, which is good. Yes. But they're also like, we're also going to give you a bunch of treasure, which I guess, okay, you know, they can, <laughs> yeah. they can make they more something or something. Else. I don't know. But then, but then he's still like, oh, well, I, I'll be able to attack other people plane so they're protecting their plane but then he can do whatever he wants anywhere else i'm kind of like ooh, ooh, yeah yeah, that's gonna bite somebody in the butt (laughs) Mm -hmm. unless unless they change his heart along the way Mm. ah the greatest war of all the war of feelings the war of feelings the real treasure that they will give him (gasps) is friendship oh my god it's magic and a ring (laughs) and a ring (laughs) ring by spring girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) the race is on that's the actual six-month oh. cutoff point. <laughs> Ring by Spring. <laughs> Ring by Spring is this episode's title. <laughs> it absolutely is. And you know what? Agreed. Fine. I guess this is at least a start. We at least have Gray joining our team. They have a handshake deal. They oh have gosh. they have photographic <laughs> proof of the handshake deal. <laughs> and a notary. <laughs> Notarized. There's a banner in the back. Oh, this, my God. This whole scene is so <laughs> well done. Again, it, this is that bread and butter where you just build mm. off of each other mm-hmm. the whole time. I put yes. it on my hand. I get out my notary stamp. <laughs> banner in the back. Giant check. Even Gray, like, turning to the camera, making one of those faces that we know. We know exactly. Even though Trav only made a sound. I'm like, I know right. the face that you're yep. making. Yep. <laughs> I feel like this is, I, I want to see fan art based on like stock yes. photography. Oh my or God, something. yes. <laughs> That's it exactly. Oh, incredible. That's how I'll show everybody how I picture Gray. I'll just draw <laughs> this entire scene. <laughs> but then after this amazing scene, we do find out <laughs> one more key thing. OPS. While Gray can't get home, mm-hmm. he can't open the rift to the hell dimension. He can still open the rifts in this dimension. Mm-hmm. So his first act as a new team member is like, hey, <gasps> I'm going to cut your travel time down by two weeks and just blip you right over to the hog. Fast travel. It's very convenient. All, all of the issues he's caused before, done, forgiven. Everyone's fondest wish is immediate travel. Mm-hmm. Also, P.S., I have to mention... Oh, hey, Derek. Welcome to the stage. You're just in time. Um, so I, I've got to mention that uh, Gray does call Fitzroy boss and girls. That's loaded. And, you know, he does then immediately regret his decision to work with these people as they uh, are trying to decide what his title will be. I like I like to think that the fear bulk is going to handcraft from wood, I guess, like a, a nameplate for the his, his fallen off door, which is going to be lying on the ground, but it will say BPD. Mm-hmm. On it. Right. Love this. Oh my god. Well, great. Whether you like it or not, you're now a valued member of Team <laughs> Thunderman LLC. And what better place to take our first quick travel than straight to the hog? But before we go, yeah, we need to get our go bag. Gotta get ready. And we need to go say bye to some friends. <laughs> Very intelligently, they were like, let's yeah. let some people know. You should always tell somebody where <laughs> you're going before you 
teleport somewhere. Right. Please. This is good uh, etiquette no matter what. Also, do make sure you have your toothbrush. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also bring your hacky sack because you never know <laughs> who you might be able to have a sudden sack mm-hmm. sesh with. Oh my god. A sack sesh. <laughs> You're welcome. <Full> magic beans. <laughs> so I, I have to know, did, did you guys ever have the experience of being on a college campus, not necessarily your own, and actually seeing people playing hacky sack? Has this happened? It was not college for me. The It was big in middle school, mm-hmm. I think. That's fair. I feel like I remember some people playing it in high school. We had a courtyard in our high school, bougie. And um, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, some people would go out and play it in the courtyard. Um, And then I feel like I probably saw a sack sesh once or twice during college, too. Yeah. I, I see. I hadn't thought about it in years, really. And, yeah. and as soon as <laughs> as soon as Travis was describing <laughs> this, I had this like visceral flashback Ugh. of, in fact, on my college campus, there being some like... And was pulled violently back back into the past i don't want to say yeah i don't want to say like hippie types because that's sort of like a weird way to put it but you know mm-hmm. what i mean the sure. kind of people you would expect to be playing hacky sack and probably very high on something at the time sure, sure. Uh, in fact on our quad so there you go <laughs> this is a thing that happens in real life apparently it certainly is and especially here with festo having just had their morning dew aka windy <laughs> <laughs> just you know get some sack in it oh my god <laughs> I do love that without missing a beat, Fitzroy's just like, yeah, I'm in. All right. I'm in the stack for 30 minutes. Can you imagine <laughs> playing hacky sack? Like the size difference between the two of them, though. I <laughs> like how... that too. I guess because Festo can fly, though, right? So I guess Ooh. that was working. Maybe they're like really good. So like, yeah, they can just, they can handle it kind of anything. They're used to playing with people of varying sizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're super good. And you know that they've got like that ant strength that like mm. can lift up mm. something like a hundred times what they weigh situation. Yeah. Maybe. Does yeah. that sound right? Did I just make sure, up a fact? Yeah. No, you didn't make that up. <laughs> True ant <laughs> One facts. down. <laughs> True ant facts. <laughs> I got a lot of them. Well, and you know, once they're done sacking, uh, Festa was properly horrified about Fitz's magic being cut. <laughs> <laughs> but then they do bring up, why don't you use your own magic? Right. Own personal Fitzroy brand magic. See, I told you that that magic usage in the crypt was important. Yes, that was mm-hmm. certainly we are. Well. It was. It was proof that he has his own magic independent of chaos. It's Good inside call. of you, Fitzroy. It's deep in your lower thigh. Reach mm. down. <laughs> You'll Gotta find do it. some lunges. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that like day magic. That's why you don't skip it. You can't. I want to make. I wanted to make a thick thighs save lives joke, but I didn't quite <laughs> get there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It always works. It always fits. <laughs> that that will be our own very personal, very niche. Nobody else will get it. I'll draw some pinuppy art of Fitzroy and just be like thick thighs save lives, and everybody will be like, "Why? <laughs> why did you draw this?" <laughs> But we'll know. It will pair nicely with the stop getting in your own fucking way, I guess, shirt that the McElroy's will surely have in their shop soon, right? As they absolutely should. I do love how Festo is just sick of your shit, Fitzroy. Get it together. Also, (laughs) yes, they are drunk, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good advice. It is, yeah. I think sometimes we all need to hear, you know, a drunk fairy just give us the what for. (laughs) (laughs) And it works. I mean, maybe it was what Fitz needed to hear in that moment. Yes, because he does. He is able to use his own magic and the tiniest. Oh, my goodness. Oh, 
tiny, tiny crap. It's the true Fitzroy son snippers. It's all Fitzroy. <laughs> Chaos has nothing son. to do with this one. Mm. And it's gold. How appropriate that Love Fitzroy's magic choice. is gold. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean. With with minimal hesitation. Unless it was edited out, there was no hesitation. Griffin Griffin knew exactly what color Fitzroy's ma- magic is. And I immediately agreed with him. I was like, yes, that is exactly correct. <laughs> it works perfectly. You are right. I know. I was like flipping through colors quickly in my mind like, what would it be? And as soon as he said gold, I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, good news. He can still use magic. It'll be a lot harder and it'll take more effort, but he does have it. Mm-hmm. In your face, chaos. <laughs> You gorgeous idiot. And he just needs to work on his anxieties and his mm-hmm. blocks to conquer the magic within. His thighs, yeah. <laughs> Chad is really kind of digging deep into the therapy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm writing that down. I'm like, mm, good call. Mm, yes, okay. Like, dang, anxieties, this all, this all tracks. <laughs> yes, that is true. These are all good ideas you can use in your own life. Mm-hmm. Really amp up your own magic. Mm-hmm. Decide what your magic color is. We all need a session with Festo every now and then. I'll get drunk and everybody can come talk to me. Sounds great. <laughs> After we sack for 30 minutes, though. Yes. First Perfect. that. First a sack sesh. Then we'll wrap. We'll figure some stuff out. <laughs> but for now, we got to go see Rainier. Of course. Rainier, the newest headmaster of the school. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> She's grown up a lot since before dinner when we last talked. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, uh, we got to bring her in on the fold. We need you to know we're going on a trip. <laughs> Can't tell you where or how long we'll be gone. Yeah, I'm not sure if the fear bulk was the best choice to to give her the previously on here. Mm. I mean, they got there, but it, it definitely... Yeah, uh, it was a bit of a trip. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the we will make things bad our way. What That was, in fact, a very <laughs> oh accurate God. assessment of what they were planning to do. <laughs> Love. But it does bring her up to speed. And even better, getting her in on it, she brings up some things that they did not consider, namely potential for bail being required. (laughs) I also like these boys. Right. You think, I mean, I don't know if any of us know what they're going to do once they get to the hog, but nobody considered getting, at least they didn't, and I didn't consider getting arrested. (laughs) So Rainier, good point. Fitz has just this morning had his life threatened by a demon prince of hell. Yeah. And what he's Mm -hmm. scared of is possibly jail. (laughs) Just that realization like that. Oh my, oh wow. Oh, oh, this is absolutely going to happen. It's almost like you have a little bit more freedom. Like, you know what you're getting with Gray. Gray mm-hmm. has, you know, these boys are constantly putting their cards on the table. Eh. Gray is, without meaning to, also kind of putting his whole deal out on the table. But then when you're like, wait a minute, I might get arrested. Uh-oh. Well, mm-hmm. I can't just, you know, insult that and throw a quick little mind jab at it. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with that? Yeah, I guess you can't you can't fight back against something that's going to go on your permanent record. There mm. it is. That's it exactly. Can't throw a fireball at it. It's not, not that <laughs> nope. kind of problem. Gosh, that is the theme of this story. Bureaucracy. It's <laughs> democracy. All the way down. So Rainier, thank you so much for giving us that to think about. Do please have some bail money ready. Also, good news. You can trust uh, people like Sabor, Jackal. Um, That's pretty much it. Cool Gary. Oh, yeah. Just that one, though. Just the one. And so maybe also not him, because he talks to everybody else. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes, great idea. Bring those skeleton guards. Yeah, definitely Always. keep this the skeleton army on standby. Good plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should never say no to a skeleton army. Exactly that. I don't, Even if the school isn't in possibly some form of danger, just have them come hang out. Right. We'll get drunk and play hacky sack. It'll be great. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, speaking of skeleton guards, the boys, oh after talking to their dear friends, <laughs> they head back to their dorms, decide for a good 10 minutes whether or not this is a package outside of their dorm room. This is, okay, I... <laughs> I do this in classic D&D and in life sometimes Mm. you'll see a box and kind of like poke at it for a second like I don't remember ordering anything from Amazon these past weeks hmm I always assume it's a present for me when I don't remember (laughs) ordering something and you do not check for traps and that's gonna come and bite you in the ass one day it really might it really might it could just be snakes could be a PS5 could be a lot of snakes that's mm. the risk. Are you willing to take it? I am. I like snakes. I was going to say, girls like swarms of things. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Could be bees. Could be bees. <laughs> Open that one outside. <laughs> but I do appreciate that they are kind of learning. Fitzroy was about to just kind of dive in. Yeah. Pull a Neller. Dive in. Open mm-hmm. it without a sec. Ooh, rule to investigate. <laughs> Two plus one, three. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was a very, ooh, nice try moment. It's the thought that, well, it's not actually the thought that counts because if you roll badly, you can just sort of tell that it's a box. But fortunately, it wasn't Mm -hmm. a trap. True. Luckily, this time it wasn't. Fearbulg is the one who then was like, I'm just going to open this. Listen. (laughs) Bone boys. Yes. What a lovely treat. Tibia and Gherkin are here. They were really crammed in that box. That was not the right box. Yeah. Probably not very comfortable for them. Although I guess they are deceased. So maybe they don't mind. Yeah, I guess well, maybe they, just... they they disassembled and then reassembled. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And, yeah. Imagine in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, as a person who ships things a lot, I, I admit that I was a little bit distracted thinking, wait, you can mail skeletons in this, in this world? <laughs> <laughs> Their postal service is not like, you absolutely <laughs> I, have to disclose that. It is very difficult to, to uh, mail that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, so I've heard. Yeah. Not that I have ever tried, but I do I do know <laughs> sure. enough people who, who like skulls and things like that and bones to know that this is a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I have to, I have to check I... a lot of boxes about the fact that I'm not mailing live snakes. So see, so far, so good. That's why I mm-hmm. haven't had any surprises that weren't actual just, yeah, gifts. Sure. It's or things not worth the hassle. <laughs> I was all ready to mail you a box of live snakes, Mel, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> At least I know they're there waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I did think it was funny in this scene because th- our boys did meet Tibia and Gherkin. Argo did. Oh, only Argo was did. not there. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Your yeah, was right. with his dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, no, Argo was very, he he was properly excited to see these yes. boys again. We are very slowly but surely building up our tiny army. Yeah. Because we've got those three. Now we've got these two, which are yes. like an NPC summons. You don't mm-hmm. need to control them all the time. They're available if you need them. Oh, they're going to be so helpful. Get them some new school issue weapons. Love mm-hmm. this. You some know, I school issue clothes. Oh, exactly. Can <laughs> we get them some hats and accessories, please? Mm, a tie. Ooh, I love. mean, I, we have to assume that given given Fitz's uh, relationship with skeletons and the fact that mm. in this very episode he threw a cloak over it, over <laughs> his squirrel, we that he that he was definitely gonna do something to sort of fashion them up a little bit to make mm-hmm. him feel better about it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. I do wonder, since he's like hung out with these two before and they've had lovely mm-hmm. adventures together, I wonder if it's maybe the fact that it's a squirrel skeleton that bothers maybe. him, that it's yeah. the animal mm-hmm. skeletons versus the human ones. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Rainier should ask him, be like, what is the deal here? <laughs> I gotta know. He is Just supposed to be confronting his anxieties. So this is this is a good okay. one to work on. Yes, perfect. And so while Fitzroy is getting our bone boys all dressed up, 
Argo's going to uh, pen a quick letter to uh, Barb. <laughs> it's another classic <laughs> Argo move here. Proposing another roast of their dear friend Althea. Why? <laughs> Why is he trying to get dirt on Althea? I don't know. <laughs> I this didn't entire... understand this at all, but I no. loved it. This entire premise went sideways the moment he started. It's like, wait, what are you? Because <laughs> even he's looking for dirt. Fearbulg <laughs> is reading over his shoulder, helping him out with his grammar. And then it just becomes a real thing that they're doing. Now right. the like, growth <laughs> is on the books. The Fearbulg, I think he he has to go straight to event planning. I sense hmm. I sense that he he has oh. a passion maybe for event planning. Like love this, you know, because I mean, he can't see it. I, I think because he doesn't like deception anyway. He's like immediately no, going to where are we going to book a nice enough ballroom? Mm-hmm. What kind of hors d'oeuvres are we going to have? Like mm. what about a DJ? Like right. I mean, this is just where his where his mind is going. What's uh-huh. the overhead? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How can we cut the cost but right. keep it classy? Yes. How many shrimp per person to mm. keep yeah. the cost down but make people feel feel like it's fancy? Right. Yeah. Like their shrimp needs are being met? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, all of this just makes me hope even more that we do get a roast somewhere in the future. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, you brought it up too much yeah. now. I hope it's Argo. Oh. Oh, my God. I would love that. Oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> it's a giant photo of him. <laughs> Well, I mean, they were already talking about fantasy streaming. Maybe this is this is the uh, the bonus content that. that we need for this for this series is is the roast of of Argo. Yes, please. I'm always happy to support those boys. I would be happy to buy a ticket to that roast. <laughs> and again, I just the way this entire scene played out, I really now just am expecting a roast down by a stream. <laughs> I mean, one sounds delicious and lovely. Mm. Oh, true. Two, yeah. Taking us all the way back. What is yeah. the purpose behind this? Like, are we just trying to get Barb in on the team? No idea. I think, Genuinely no idea. I think that Clint was picking up on it as like not a loose end, um, but but an opportunity to bring in another character. I, I think I mm-hmm. think it was that instinct of like, you know, that they've gone to talk to Festo, they've gone to talk to Rainier, uh, and feel, feeling like there should be someone else that they should talk mm. to. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. guess maybe thinking about Barb having been a good resource in, in that instance, that, that maybe she would be in the future. Like, I, I think it makes sense. Um, but I mean, I, I find that Clint's, Clint's mind, much like Argo's, is sometimes unclear in its direction. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. the outside observer um yeah so i'm not, I'm not quite sure like... what he was thinking about i mean especially since like when the letter starts it definitely sounds like argos just flirting with barb 100%. oh my gosh 100 <laughs> percent. well and you know what i just thought of what would be wild is if well two things first even the fact that he was confused that barb wasn't at the school i feel mm. like also <laughs> sometimes he's thinking like three steps ahead before yeah. he can like catch up with the rest of his mind but then the other thought i suddenly had was what if somehow this letter that went completely off the rails and started going in on this roast for Althea, what if somehow we did find some weird dirt on Althea because of this? Mm. Right? Right? Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, he does ask for additional information too because he's sort of trying to, he's like in the course of writing the letter kind of being like, oh, and also if you have any good anecdotes about other people at the hog. So, I mean, I I understand that at that point he was sort of pivoting it to try to get just general information that they might be Mm -hmm. able to use. I mean, admittedly, like they're walking into the situation. I don't think they know very much about the hog at all. No, no. Or Althea for that matter. I mean, they know enough, but they don't really know that much. Right. right, right. We know she's been trustworthy. We know that she's helped us, but there's always but... more that we don't know. Yeah, always that fingers crossed. 
Yeah. Someone's going to be a secret murderer. <laughs> Always the hope. The murder board is just begging for it. <laughs> I did put, um, now I moved Gray's photo over to the boys and like within the like the grouping of them, as you can see, mm -hmm. instead of being like ultimate antagonist, he's now moved over. We've got enemies <laughs> crossed off, friends underneath that, and lovers. Question, question mark. mark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's go see our new teammate. Back to Gray's office. Now that we have some plans underway, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we got some new skeleton buds with us. Rainier is apparently in charge of the school. They mentioned that real <laughs> quick before they walk through. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, your room is a mess. You can't do anything right now. Right. Clearly, you cannot be trusted. Look at this place. You didn't bother to clean up at all since we were here last. That's true. Mm -hmm. Door still off its hinges. <laughs> I wanted to be. Was it put back up? When they were leaving, yes, Fitzroy, I think, gingerly placed it back where it was. So you know okay. it's just going to fall over again when they <laughs> right. get back. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was thinking about, in the course of, like, Argo slash Clint, thinking about other allies. What about poor Buckminster? Mm. I kept wondering that. As soon as they were like, okay, we're leaving the office. Let's go talk to some people. I'm like, what is happening with Buckminster? <laughs> he doesn't know where his boy is. I'm uh, very concerned about that guy. He was not in a good state the last time we saw him. He was not. He was not. I mean, and I thought about him again because, you know, they're trying to get, I mean, obviously Gray's not going to say who all the moles are. I mean, I, sure. I would I would bet he actually has some literal moles. I would not be surprised True. if he's got some like small woodland creatures under his sway. But, but yeah, I feel like we shouldn't forget about Buckminster because I, I think forget. it's mm -hmm. I think something's going to have to swing back in with that with that sort of storyline there at Absolutely. some point. Agreed. I don't know when, but but yeah, keep it on that board. Mm -hmm. Don't don't put too much clutter around Buckminster's. So yeah. Hashtag never forget. Yeah, <laughs> put a little circle around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, poor Leon too. I mm. know Leon's just Tobias at this point. He just <laughs> stuck as a bird. He's more bird than man now. <laughs> Maybe maybe Leon Bird Leon is just hanging out with Buckminster now and he has he has a bird friend oh. and it's and it's fine. I I don't oh. know how you would put like the friendship ring on the bird friend, but maybe there's like a <laughs> I don't know, a hat or something. I don't know. I love that we've decided definitively there are French and Franks in this universe. <laughs> and they're just, that's how you know. That's how it's you know just, it's It's the most common thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of which uh, Griffin wants his back. This whole moment with Grey, him being like, no, fine, you can have it. Mm. <laughs> And then saying, I thought it was a friendship ring. And Fitzroy <laughs> saying, you didn't want to be my friend. No, I want you to be my friend, but I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> I love this psycho. I'm so glad that Grey has gone from supporting role to headliner mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know it's wrong from like an ethical standpoint, but boy, I love I love an antagonist who, who turns out to yes. be just basically like a petulant teenager. Uh, that, yeah. that, is, that is a trope that I enjoy enormously. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so fun. Yeah. And I imagine the entire time these boys are getting their go bags ready mm -hmm. and saying their goodbyes oh, or their little, up to. their little notes. He's yeah. just been looking at the ring. Oh. That's the only thing. He's, he's oh, like, my oh, God. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He's like looking at it shine, putting it back and forth, secretly hoping that like he doesn't ask for it back. Yeah. Maybe is he I get let to me keep, keep this, this forever. Mm. <laughs> And and then you as the as the audience could be like now is it because he it's like treasure because we've learned that treasure is also oh, treasure? a thing Gray is about mm -hmm. is it a treasure or is it the treasure of friendship is it God's mm. treasure as <laughs> B that's it that's the canon mm. that's exactly what's happening it is canon mm -hmm. we got this I see you Travis I see you. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just does that like Peshaw thing, waving a hand. Oh, shush. <laughs> I will say in like a serious context or a more serious mm-hmm. story context, there is okay. some like narrative symmetry here with, with Fitz and and with Grey, I think, in terms of like what their motivations are and, and like what we saw of possible future Fitz of it really coming down to being about power. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that the need to be liked yeah. became about power instead of about uh-huh. anything else. And and I, I so I do think it's sort of they are quite similar, maybe in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah, there are some connective threads between mm-hmm. the two of them. I think Gray is sort of where Fitz could go without his friends. If he oh. if he had been mm. if he had stayed mm. alone, that maybe that's sort of where he would have gone. And uh, Whoa. this is a this is again, they're gonna change Gray's heart. <laughs> Wide open. Just stab that heart wide open and get yourself in there. <laughs> Still go along with the like murder plan, but like murder him with love. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I do love that idea, though. I think that there's definitely that possibility of a direct correlation between these two characters. Because again, even with Grey, it's not only that he's this all-powerful, like, single-minded jack-off. It's also (laughs) the fact that he's, like, he's still acting like a petulant child. Like, Mm -hmm. he might be way older than these boys, but he acts like he's the same age. I feel like mentally, he's the same age as these people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas if you just stay in one place and you never grow and you never get any better, you just get worse and worse, that could absolutely be a Christmas of yet to come for Fitzroy. (laughs) And while it doesn't seem like Gray has a lot of friends, so no. to speak, no. he does have people. That is true. So mm-hmm. we know he's about to send them to prosperity mm-hmm. to infiltrate the hog. And he says, <laughs> find Taryn. She's yeah. one of his moles. And I do like that they're like, well, wait, who are your moles here? He's like, I'm not telling you that. So he is keeping some cards closed. Mm-hmm. Learn from him, boys. Come on. <laughs> you, you all have stuff to learn from each other at this point. Oh, you can learn so much. And even this description of this person is not the most uh, telling. Just a female with long black hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all we get for Turan, but I guess once you, I don't know, maybe she'll have a name tag or something. Who knows? <laughs> but with that, they are on their way. Grip it and rip it. Well, let's go. <laughs> to the drip and sip. So they had to exactly. grip and rip to the drip and sip. <laughs> there it is. Jeez. <laughs> Which is so reminiscent of the chug and squeeze. Was that what it was? Yes. yes. Never forget having dated the old chug and squeeze. <laughs> and they're not there long before they're... Uh, they're noticed. They're noticed by a centaur woman. Mm-hmm. Who does have long black hair. I was like, mm-hmm. is she Turan? I think what, yeah. that was, yeah. It, it was her. Yeah. Oh. That's See, what I wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that was the idea because when they remember her, they remember that she was really close with Calhane, who was in fact right. working for Gray. Yeah. Right. Jeez, I didn't put all that together. Oh, there you go. Welcome. <laughs> and and the way I even read this, I was like, okay, because then obviously she sees them, she recognizes them, they some of them recognize her. There's an exchange of recognizing, and then she immediately <laughs> Everyone's noticing everyone. Everybody's <laughs> noticing everybody except the barista. She's got stuff to do. Do not bother her. But <laughs> Taran does then immediately accuse them of being murderers and runs to go get She sounds like me. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brittany, this is you. This is your character. I need long black hair, stat. 
Sorry, Brit- Brittany, do you spend a lot of time at coffee shops, like, screaming murderer at people and getting the cops? Is this a thing? <laughs> no, um, but she spends a lot of time on this show accusing other people of being murderers. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Okay, okay. I got That's you. where I figured you were going to be. <laughs> that is exactly it, yes. <laughs> I was concerned there was a real-life parallel of some guy. I mean, that's why I mean, we'll see where 2020 takes us. Yeah. Still time. We had a month. <laughs> so this is where it's a little bit confusing, because Kelhane was working with Grey. Mm-hmm. And if this is Turan, then she was also working with Grey, or mm-hmm. at least is now. She should know that Grey was the one who killed Calhane. Calhane. Mm. Yeah, it's possible this is an unrelated person, but right? that it could be a coincidence. But it, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust Grey yet, so it still seems like. Either... Oh my gosh! If he's just playing a prank on him, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, or maybe maybe he <laughs> wasn't, but he didn't know. Like maybe he didn't understand the idea of this loyalty and that it was going to backfire like that. It's hard to say. Maybe maybe mm. it's all part of his plan. That like the only way for them to I don't really want to say infiltrate the hog. That sounds like a really bad euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Herb. this is certainly a shortcut to do that because I imagine if they're arrested, that is exactly where they're going to be taken. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's even like, I I figure there are two ways that this could be going. Either all she knows is that Calhane was suddenly killed, but she doesn't know how. And she does genuinely think that these boys killed him. Mm -hmm. Or she does know that Grey killed him, but she does not yet know that she is supposed to be working with these people yet. Yeah, I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think if anything, she probably doesn't really know what's going on, but yeah. Gray might. It may have been right, deliberate like Gray, from his end. Right, and if he just didn't update her yet, assuming this right. is the person yeah. we're looking for. Yeah. He didn't have time to get to his notebook of far speech, <laughs> write her a quick note. Dear Taryn, how are you? <laughs> she didn't see it. Maybe her notebook did go off, but he, he was like, she'll read the text. She'll know. Just go right. and tell her I said hey. <laughs> But she hasn't seen it She has seen to wait that two minutes and then it like buzzes again. Like, oh, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, it would, and before that could happen, yes, the boy showed up. And oh, here we so are. Speedy. It's very quick. It's that quick travel. And this this is a classic plan for, for infiltrating a place is to get arrested on purpose or have somebody oh. pretend to be a prisoner. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is a thing that people do. Again, Anne, your life. <laughs> Sending bones. In fiction. This is not something. I've not done this in mm, uh, sure. You speak with such confidence, though. <laughs> That's the I key. Wonder. You gotta. But that is a very good call. It could also just be, all right, you want to get into the hog? Let's get you over there. Gray would certainly not. Not tell them that was his plan if it was mm-hmm. so, no he's like oh this is gonna be much funnier if they just panic i heard them talking about being afraid of getting arrested <laughs> i have a surprise for you idiots <laughs> bye boss <laughs> and so apparently next time we'll either pick up i don't know maybe we'll just be in in jail <laughs> broadcasting live <laughs> We'll be in the detention center questioning our, our <laughs> defendant. Uh, but for now, uh, is there anything we forgot to mention that we would like to bring up here at the close of the show? I don't think so. And Nope. I feel like we... Well, wait. I thought of oh. something. Oh, right. There was one thing that I thought was interesting in that first conversation with Gray. And mm-hmm. it is that he he's talking about Fitz attacking him and that he used corrupted chaos magic. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm very curious about what that means. I yeah. also, good call, Anne. I also wrote that down. You attacked me with corrupted chaos magic. Wait, what? And I, yeah, couldn't pick it up past that. But thank you. I mean, I guess it could be like some combination of chaos's magic and his and that Gray saw that as corruption. But I'm kind of wondering if it's a different unrelated thing that we don't know about yet. I don't know. I'm wondering that too. Yeah. Put it on the board. Absolutely. I'm putting, I'm putting a pin in it for, for now. Yeah. That it, maybe just, just keep it up there. See where yeah. it goes. 
Mm-hmm. Good call. No, that's a very good one. Because, right, I'm like, did also, did Grey get hurt? Like, did something happen to him that mm-hmm. he thought was maybe Fitzroy working with chaos? I don't know. Maybe something mentally? Like, maybe when the mm-hmm. portal closed or something? I don't know. Yes, let's definitely keep that one in our in our mind palace <laughs> and on the murder board. <laughs> um, and then the only one I had was, I really liked when Fearbulg was trying to reason with Grey. And Grey, of course, immediately rounded on him. And got very offended and was like, I am this great, powerful being. Why would I take any advice from a child? Mm. And I love that Fearbulg then took that opportunity to be like, well, I'm a Fearbulg studying accounting. (laughs) You know, none of us are beyond changing what we're supposed to be about. I really loved Mm. that. Yeah, I thought that was a great moment too. Just another great play by Justin. All these boys are just killing it. Mm. I'm very excited to see what happens in the next one. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for now, come with me, everybody, over to the polls. Last time we asked, if any sport could disrupt the status quo, which would it be? Uh, Fittingly, it's decided Calvin Ball will do the trick. (laughs) Of course. Good. Was there ever any other choice? (laughs) thanks so much as always for playing long and voting this week we want to know if you were the new owner of hell what would you do with all that space we'll have that pull up over on our twitter at romancing zone and uh we'll meet you all back here in prosperity possibly in jail in two weeks (laughs) till then take care of yourselves take care of each other and thank you for joining us i'm mel bailey i'm Brittany bailey and i'm ann kern and we've been romancing the zone